the AI chip company Tencent just grabbed a $100 million investment from Samsung and also from Hyundai. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about where we see the AI chip industry, um, why we think this is important, and what specifically Tencent is planning on doing. So I think going from a bit of a general perspective, you know, the world of AI hardware is really, really hot right now. The appetite for these cutting edge chips is absolutely insane to the point where there isn't enough supply to meet the demand. We see this with shortages of NVIDIA's um, all of their chips, really, but their A100s, um, their H100s, everything is sold out. People are trying to get their hands on these things. So analysts are forecasting some big numbers and startups are starting to kind of grapple with the industry giants um, and making sure that they can actually get the hardware that they need. But here's kind of the latest on what is happening in the industry. So according to McKinsey, by 2025, AI chips might account for up to 20% of the massive $450 billion total semiconductor market. So put, to kind of put that into perspective, um, Insight Partners have projected that sales of AI chips are going to soar by $83 billion, which is absolutely incredible. And this is going to happen by 2027. And that's from right now, $5.7 billion, or I guess that was actually back in 2018. But, um, you know, $5.7 billion, 2018, up to $83 billion in 2027. That's an absolutely amazing, you know, over 10x in under 10 years. So I think this is going to be growing at a compound annual growth rate of 35%. This is nearly a tenfold jump compared to the forecasted growth rate for non-AI chips. And I think this really shows you just how hot the whole AI industry is in general. So a big example of this right now, um, you know, as we mentioned today, is Tencent. This is an AI hardware startup. Um, it's led by the engineer, the engineer Jim Keller. Um, and they recently announced the raise of their this $100 million in a convertible note funding round. Um, and this was done by Hyundai Motor Group and Samsung Catalyst Fund. So of this entire $100 million, $50 million has come from Hyundai's car making units, Hyundai Motors and Kia. And they're planning to partner with Tencent uh, essentially to craft CPUs and AI coprocessors specifically for future mobility vehicles and robots. To be honest, I always think this is a great um, play when startups are specifically partnering with enterprises um, to build out a specific product, right? Hyundai gives them $50 million and they're going to be able to build chips that are going into Hyundai's cars. This is a win-win situation for both and Tencent gets the money they need and also, you know, the funds to kind of further their company. So I think the remaining $50 million was funded by Samsung Catalyst and other VCs like Fidelity Ventures, Eclipse Ventures, Epic Capital, and also Maverick Capital. So in the tech financing world, unlike, you know, equity, a convertible note essentially represents a short-term debt that later converts into equity upon a predetermined event. So um, in this case, Tentorrent's uh, re uh, reasoning for like choosing debt over equity, uh, that they have not actually released, so we're not exactly sure why they've done that. Um, but the company's post-money valuation um, was also something that they were asked about, but they've also not disclosed that. So we're not exactly sure how this changes the valuation of the company, and we're not exactly sure why they chose this um, specifically. But we do know that Tencent described this as an up round, so allegedly um, their valuation has grown. I feel like, I mean, I could be wrong here, but uh, I feel like they 
typically will do this when it's an up round, but it's not a big up round, right? They don't really want to announce that, you know, over the last number of months or years, we've only grown this much. I think this is kind of a tricky time, right? Because if anyone raised money back in 2021, um, they really had to to push and see a lot of growth in order to get any sort of increase in valuation to this year because we've just seen the markets hammered so much in early stage um, or just in any startups, uh, even in growth stage startups. So previously they raised $200 million at a valuation that was over $2 billion. Um, so I'll be curious to see whenever this does come out if they were able to push it much further than that. So Keller plans to utilize the new funds, which is around you know, $334 million to date. That's how much they've raised total. Um, and he's planning on using the new funds for product development and enhance, enhancing their machine learning software roadmap. So they were actually founded back in 2016 by ex-AMD engineers and designers. Um, and they're actually based out of Toronto. So they have been a player in the AI processing market for quite some time. They have their hands in everything from processors and AI software solutions to IP around... Um, RISCV, which is the open source instruction set architecture. And their whole kind of story of their company includes the development of Grayskull, and, which is an all-in-one system designed for AI model training and a shift in focus towards kind of licensing and services. Adapting to pressure from larger players is something that they've definitely had to deal with um, in this entire AI boom. But last year, um, they saw the launch of Dead Cloud, Cloud, which was a service allowing developers to run AI models without buying hardware upfront. So more recently, Tenstorrent partnered with India's Bodhi Computing and LG to build its products into servers and also automotive devices. So with this really ambitious move, um, they've made recently some big ones like opening a Tokyo office. And the question kind of, you know, is being asked by a lot of people, which is, can can Storant compete with the heavyweights like Google, Amazon, Microsoft, NVIDIA? And NVIDIA brief, briefly, right, as we know, touched a trillion dollar mark this year. So obviously this is a big company and they're kind of, you know, they're putting their gloves on and getting in the ring with some of these really, really big power players. Um, and, you know, the, the question that we're asking is, are they going to be able to compete with them? Um, because it would appear like typically this is a very tall task. It's very hard to do. But with the demand for GPUs and in, in for essentially just doing all this AI training, I think there is, you know, the possibility that they can compete. But other companies have faced challenges with AI chip makers. Um, Graphcore reportedly lost a billion dollars in valuation. Habana Labs, which is the Intel owned firm, they laid off, you know, 10% of their staff. So I think kind of adding to the entire intricate landscape um, of, you know, everything that's going on is a component shortage that's also happening for AI chips. Um, and so I think the story of the AI chip market is far from over. I think time, as the wise always say, will reveal the victors in this kind of thriving and really highly competitive space. But for now, Tenstorrent and others um, like it are really vying for their place at the forefront of innovation. I think they're seeking to reshape um, technology that we're seeing in our lives every day. And honestly, I think that this, you know, this round of $100 million and specifically their partnerships with, um, you know, Kia and with Hyundai to actually get this technology implemented into vehicles, I think is going to make them a really formidable opponent. I think that this gives them a lot of hope and a lot of chance to really fight in this industry that is growing very, very rapidly.